How's it going? You stumbled across one of the greatest podcasts that are going to be made, I think. Why did you say so, Dolan? Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. So to start off, this is the Neek and D podcast. Originally, we had made a podcast, and uh, it was just, it was at my house, you know, my home house. Didn't really get a whole lot of attention. It was just kind of like thrown together. You know, we had to play it right because if someone was home, they'd be making so much noise and we couldn't really make a good podcast. Is that, ain't, that, ain't that right, Dolan? Yeah. That's right, right? Yeah. All right. Well, um, we're back and we have a little bit more of an updated dialogue or like an updated schedule, I guess. I don't know. But this is uh, this is pretty much what I'm going to read for you guys. This is our bio for uh, what you're expecting on the Nick and D podcast. Uh, we're, we grew up in a little towny area in, uh, in Rita Ranch. You know, I wouldn't say it's super tiny. It's just, uh, it's developed quite a bit since we were kids, but I mean, there's a handful, probably 200, 300 different kids that kind of lived in the same area. We all went to Mesquite and so on. And hopefully most of them will listen to the podcast and be like, oh yeah, I was one of those people. But, uh, you know, we kind of grew up here together. Me and him have been like the, the homies pretty much our whole life. So we're going to share a lot of our life experiences and stuff with you guys and, and that's pretty much what we're going to talk about on the podcast and we're hoping that you you listen to it and you're like oh wow you know this isn't that stupid anymore or this isn't that weird because i feel like a lot of things people go through they go through alone and they think that they're like uniquely like shitty like they've been immediately told down on like earth like they're not going to have any type of goals just because of whatever insecurity they're going through so that loops in what we're going to talk about on this episode this is kind of like a hybrid pilot episode but this episode we're going to hit you guys with some of our deepest hardest insecurities that we've had to deal with our whole entire life and maybe you're going to look at it and be like hey i had the same problem and wow you handled it like that or you could have handled it better whatever you know we have we have a bunch of funny stories but um for starters you know this isn't going to just be about insecurities and emotional that we're going to include a bunch of different aspects of like sports you know if, if you knew me and dolan we love soccer um we love football dolan's a big steelers fan everybody knows that <laughs> i kind of hop on the bandwagon for the eagles when they won the super bowl i'm just kidding and nick no. Foles. <laughs> no. <laughs> no 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 i'm kidding uh, it was uh it was kind of in the family but Soccer is like 100% our thing, so we'll talk about that. And if you like soccer, then cool. You, you yeah, already men's national team. Yeah, it's another reason why you're on the right podcast. But, you know, for starters, today is a pretty special day in soccer history. Right, Ronaldo going to Man United. Ronaldo going to Man United. And then, run, and then Messi's at PSG now, too. Yeah. Wow. So that's pretty, that's pretty wild. I'm not going to lie. Just yesterday, he was rumored to go to Man City, which I thought was going to happen. But, yeah. But, um,. We got the United States qualifiers coming up, so hopefully the Americans, Christian Pulisic, McKinney, and and Horvath, I'm gonna say, just because he's in the he's in the popularity right now. Maybe they're gonna be like, yeah, let's go, we're gonna kill everybody and actually qualify for the World Cup this year. Oh yeah, so we definitely are gonna qualify. I bet but, you that. Yeah, man. Holy crap! If we don't qualify, Greg's in trouble. Well, we got Jesse Marsh, so yeah. Well, Dolan, you should I go first? Or you want to go first? Go right ahead, bud. Well, we're gonna hit. We're gonna have different stories, different types of things that we're gonna go over for this. But I'm gonna go over one of the biggest. I think one of the biggest insecurities I've ever had in my life, and that and that's armpit sweat. Like, it's a pretty common thing. Like, I've seen a lot of people that hide it really well. You know, they'll wear sweaters, they'll wear dark shirts, they'll do all they do is like. Can you imagine somebody like being like, I sweat too much, so instead of 
like cooling off, I'm gonna wear more clothing, like more clothing, just so nobody sees so it. So the acid doesn't come through. Like yeah, like I don't, I never did that. For me, I was always wearing a dark gray shirt or a dark black shirt. Like maybe you saw a little bit of a, a change of color because of the moisture, but I never wore light colors after one day. One day, I, have I told you the story, the hall pass story, when I, I was no. wearing a blue blue shirt. No. Hol- I still have that Hollister blue shirt in the closet, but I was. So it was like it was my sophomore year in high school, and I was wearing a light blue Hollister shirt, super thin like fabric, and we were we were having a good time over by the snack bar in, at Siena High School. Oh yeah, yeah, and we were having a good time, and I was wearing my backpack the whole entire lunch, and it was it was going to fifth period after lunch, and I took my backpack off when I got to the the, the like the front office. And I had backpack strap sweat lines Ooh. all on my back, and I was like drenched in sweat. And I had no idea until one of the like hotter chicks in school like walked by and was like, "Ew." She said that. I looked at her and I was like, "Ow!" Like, like I was like, "Oh shit!" And then the fucking the, the front ladies were like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, lady. I just sweat. I just had a lot of sweat. Like in my mind, I was like, oh no. Like I never.'" It didn't hit me as hard until I wore a shirt again like that. And I was like, I started worrying about it more. Yeah. I mean, I think the most traumatizing thing about it was I had to go deliver passes for the rest of the class. Like all that whole period, so, the so same that, shirt. That particular day, did you just throw on your backpack to cover the, the sweat? No, dude, because <laughs> I couldn't just walk around with my backpack going to different classes. I actually had to like walk in the classes with the sweat stains oh, still and pass yeah. and make passes, dude. Damn. So would you say that uh, the fear of getting the sweat stains made you sweat more oh yeah no that's yeah. that's the that's the science of it because now that you have this anxiety this over overly worrying feeling that oh my god my i'm sweating i'm sweating i'm sweating you're gonna look at it and you're just i'm sweating i'm sweating i'm sweating and as time went by like a couple of years went by and you know i was one of like everyone knows know who knows me knows that i was close to my mother my mom passed away in december and she was one of my biggest advocates for let's try and figure it out and the first thing i did to try and fix it was I found this brand called Thompson Tees. And they have this like pocket where you can, like you'll sweat, but it'll sweat into the pocket. But the shirts, it's like a hidden pocket. Like you can't see it. Like your armpit's a pocket though, but you won't sweat through it. So I got like 10 white um, undershirt pockets and I'd wear a blue shirt over it. And I don't know if you like, there's a couple different photos. Like, do you remember when we were at Top Golf and I had the video where me hitting the cart? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was wearing a Thompson Tee under that. Oh. Yeah. And, um, the the t-shirt was great but after a while i had sweat so much the the actual pocket turned yellow from the sweat and and actually people a lot of people confuse the fact that they think the sweat's yellow actually the thing that like causes the color is the is the deodorant the chemicals and deodorant cause the color so that was so hard for me when i first started like in social life and stuff i mean it was so hard for me to approach a girl or or do anything because it's like oh my god I'm, i'm sweating like crazy you know, my hands would always be clammy. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to shake someone's hand because they'd be like, "Ew, why is your hand so sweaty?" Yeah, blah blah. And like, you know, we, it was, it was hard because we were in a, such a, a friend group where, you know, everybody had each other's back, but it was like, if they could nitpick at somebody, they could, you know. Yeah. And uh, I was always terrified to like wear a shirt where they'd be like, "Oh my god." It's like Nick, why are you sweating so much? Blah blah blah. I was like, <laughs> that definitely what it came up. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, you know, it was so hard. Like I had, I hit it really well. Like it didn't. I acted like I didn't really matter, but I would rip my hair out at home, man. It was so hard. Um, that was probably one of my biggest things besides 
the other one that we were talking about prior. So, so do you still have that problem today? Dude, no, I don't. And I'm going to get to that point because, you know, I still sweat a lot. Like if I have a good workout, I'm going to sweat. Oh yeah. Like I'm going to sweat. Me too. Me too. But I found this magical, magical product. It's called sweat block. And it's a little tiny, like alcohol wipe pad. You take it out and you, you pad your armpits at night before you go to bed you let it air for five minutes and then you go to bed and you wake up and you won't sweat for five days in that for place. five days for five days it clogs never your pores and everything i was skeptical i was like no fucking way this is gonna work for me and i did it and dude it fucking worked wonders it, it took a while i had to do like three or four wipes like three or four sessions like i'd wait a day because you're not supposed to do it every night because man, I, I had the mistake of doing that and i got like a really bad rash from the chemicals oh yeah but dude it's, it worked like i could feel the same anxiety i had but i looked down and there was nothing there and after a while of seeing that, I could totally wear a blue shirt again, like no problem. And then because you weren't thinking about it, you yep. know, it never, it stopped. You know? Yeah. The, my mind converted from being so anxious about it, you know, and obviously in the summertime, if you're living in Tucson, Arizona and wherever it might be humid, hot, you're going to step outside and you're going to sweat. Like it's just hot. You know, it's 110 okay. degrees here in the summer. I get under booby sweat every time I go outside. <laughs> <laughs> but that one that one was a big one and it, i'd say it's still an insecurity because my hands get clammy real bad all the time you know and i will always like wiping my hand trying to keep it and that's only in the summer like in the winter time my hands never get clammy just because it's so cold outside but dude it it blow it blew ass that whole period so yeah well it's probably a good like a good idea to mention that like the products you use because someone can be listening as you yeah. know you know and in, it's surprising because You'll, you'll be surprised because some people will ask you about it and you'd think they had never had the problem in their life. They'd be like, oh yeah, man, I've been looking for something like that. And I'm like, really? You have that problem? Like I met so many people with the same problem after I like got over it, like over through it. They were like, yeah, I have the same problem. What do I do? And it's like, I had no idea it was such a common issue. Like I thought it was just me, but it's a common issue, man. And sweat blocks where it's at. If you want to get sweat block, Thompson tea, you know, whatever works for you best. I didn't like Thompson tea as much just because it was a shirt and it didn't really solve the mental part. It solved the. It was a temporary problem for my sweating, but the sweat block part, it, it did it, man. It was it was mechanically sound. That's so dope. Yeah. All right, man. What do you got? All right. Uh, as you know, and <clears throat> as most people, all people who know me, know that I'm a I'm a short guy. I'm a short king. Dude, you're only like, it, come on, man. It's like you're like sixty inches. <laughs> That's five feet for one. I'm not five feet. I'm five foot four. <laughs> <laughs> 64 the 60, inches the double digit makes it seem like it's bigger yeah 64 so i4 so for a guy i guess i'm i'm pretty short for a guy you gotta admit i'm pretty short for a guy right if you look at the average oh height if you look at the average height <laughs> the for, average height like, is five eight for everywhere in the world for for everywhere i think it's for all males is five eight i believe all right keep going <laughs> so I'm a short guy, <laughs> and uh, that's one of my main like um, like insecurities, I guess, that bothers me all the time. It, it wasn't until obviously like when everyone got into high school and everyone had their growth spurts and everything, and that's when I started to have like the anxiety about it. And when when you went to the doctor, like you know, when you go like your yearly checkups, did they tell <clears throat> you you would have a growth like they projected you at a certain height? They Yes, well, that they would they would tell me the percentile I was in for my height, which what, obviously was super was low. Was it was it so low? I think it, it it had to be the bottom, probably like ten percent of, of of men, um, 
but so he told me that and then a lot of or the past times I went the only times I remember is when they told me that I wouldn't grow anymore because I was already past I, I it was like a couple of years ago so it's when I was like 19 or 20 Jeez. and uh so yeah so that that's one of my main insecurities and it, it really affects the way I, I th- when I was younger because me and Nico have been brothers oh, since I'd say we're we're 100% brothers man yeah i've known this guy like our mothers were the ones that like linked us up because they made my mom your mom said that story about how my mom was like oh yeah sign up for the soccer team they we knew each other already from school because we were like yeah. sitting next to each other like i don't even remember like it's hard for me to remember our actual like first moments talking to each other i, I don't remember me neither i don't remember it but I just i just remember you like being the closest person to me ever yeah so. and then we live right across the street for what 20 22 yeah. 21 years yeah yeah, we got a whole lot of funny stories to tell you about that too. We're gonna have a whole episode just called Dolan's House. <laughs> we'll have a mix, a mix. The things Nico broke at Dolan's House. <laughs> <laughs> That's its own episode right there. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so Nico knew me when I was younger. Obviously, going through school, he knew I was a lady killer. I was oh, a lady killer oh, he was. through the years. I was so jealous of this man because <laughs> I had these. I had braces on now, and Dolan has braces on now. He's gonna get them off in December, so he's yeah. gonna be a sexy man. So, but yeah, I had braces like four years in like the prime time of puberty. <laughs> you know, everyone's going up, and and Dolan's the stallion, man. He, I remember, I remember there was one particular girl that would always like I don't want to name drop, but like there was one particular girl that I'd always come up to Dolan, like, oh, let me see your pearly whites. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she, uh, oh man, this chick was was like one of your childhood crushes, and like, oh, she was all over Dolan. I was not complaining. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a lady killer the early part of my years but then got to that point in high school where everyone was growing and i kind of you know wasn't by the way my my dad is five six and my mom is five two so i'm kind of right in the middle but my brother's five eight so it's kind of doesn't it's not fair but like it happens um so at the point in high school everyone was growing and i wasn't and that like kind of i saw everyone fucking you know going going up and that made my self confidence like drop, dude. Like I never really even paid attention to it that much because I thought you weren't like it didn't get projected by you. I couldn't tell. Yeah. Like um, when I when we were younger, like I knew when it started to come out a little bit, you'd be like, oh yeah, it's because I'm too short, blah blah blah. Like you make yeah. the jokes, and I was like, I was like, I never knew that bothered you. Like well, like that, genuinely never knew. That, that that was those things are kind of a way to cope. I still to cope with that. I still say things like that. I guess to cope with it, you know, I'll, I'll a lot of the times like. If I know people are thinking it, I'll bring it up just to get it out of the way. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what that's like to be to to. to I don't know what that's like. That's because for me, it was like the sweating that's like permanent. But like that, I can't imagine that. I mean, yeah. I know my penis is only two inches long, so I deal with that every day. <laughs> but <laughs> you're an, you're an inch ahead of me, buddy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, that's uh, like it, it wasn't as bad, I guess, in high school because mm-hmm. I was still slain, you know. Yeah, you were slain. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, after going through, like, an, a, a relationship, a couple of them, and just, like, growing up, I guess, and getting out into the workforce where yeah. I am now, mm-hmm. just, like, looking around, I, I feel inferior all the time. Like, I, I don't want to feel that way, obviously, but oh, it just happens, and, uh, yeah, I Not mean, I, I've gotten better, but... That's good, yeah. I mean, especially now, I mean, I gotta give a lot of kudos to Dolan. I don't know if you're on uh, my Snapchat, blah, 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 or, or if you're on Dolan's Snapchat, but I post, I try to post a picture of us in the gym all the time, and, and this guy, he's doing the treadmill, he's doing the bike, and he's doing the stair climber all in one setting, and then he's like, he's motivated, he's ready to go, and this, this stuff ain't easy, 
Like, you ask anybody, like, everyone has a story where they're like, I was unhappy with my body and I wanted to work out and be better. It's hard taking the first couple of steps. It's really mm-hmm. hard getting out there and being like, I'm going to go do it again tomorrow. Like, it's really hard for somebody to, to hop on the train and, like, stay on the train because, you know, and once you stay on enough, you get addicted to it. Like, I, like you're starting, you're in that early phase of addiction where you're going to yeah. be like, I have to do it or I don't feel good. Yeah. Fast, like, if I don't, like, work out for, like, a couple of days, then it uh, kind of screws me up. And that's why I've been trying to go more now. So, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, I think what I was getting at was that, you know, I try to, I'm trying to work out more so I can be more confident in my own skin because it's hard when I'm, when I'm shorter, I guess. And I don't want to say I let myself go, but like, I kind of let myself go and I kind of let myself gain more weight than I should have. I was always used to. You are always eating good food in that house though. Yeah. Oh yeah. You always, his house was the go-to place for the food. Like you've heard it. I don't know if. I mean, probably only a couple people in the family know about me and Dolan's. Like, I'd go to his house and I'd invite myself over, <laughs> and I would, uh, I'd walk in and be like, mm, Loretta, that's Dolan's mom. That smells so good. And then before they were such a nice family, so they'd be forced to be like, "You want some? Well, you want some? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, sure. If, yeah. if you're asking, <laughs> I'm eating." <laughs> that was so oh, funny. Man. I can't believe you did that. But <laughs> I don't know, dude. I just feel like. Uh, I just feel like, you know, over time, I feel like you're going to meet that girl, you know, or you're going to meet the person that, like, special to you. And uh, they're going to be, like, that height where, like, maybe they don't care or, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. I, I just I just need to keep telling myself that because, like, I'm, like, worried about it all the time. I'm worried about uh, chicks judging me or e- even dudes, like, you know, bigger dudes and – I'm like, I don't know. I think it's. Did they not see me as like as a man? You know, you know what I mean. I wouldn't even say that, dude. You are you are biologically a man. You are biologically like, like your chemistry of who you are. You know the, just I mean you got your full beard, blah blah blah. But you're a dude. You got you got a dick, man. You're a man. Oh yeah. You're you're and not like anatomically correct. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you are you're a dude, and I just I kind of kind of have that theory theory for like when some people are like. You know, when you get talked down on and you don't feel like a man, like you are, like you literally are, like don't make yourself feel like that. That's just your mind saying, yeah, you are, you're, you maybe you might not have the character, blah, 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 when they say all this stuff, but you are physically a man. Like, but yes, you yeah. are, you are, dude. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. Well, and I, I would rather, much rather be short, but be the kindest person I can be. Yeah. Rather than be a, a taller dude, a big dude and be a, be a douche. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy. So be a douche. So I, I I like who I am. I think I think even being short is kind of a blessing. And um, for me, it's because when I know when I find that person that I know loves me back, it's gonna be genuine. Yeah. Because that's that's a good way to look at yeah. it. Yeah. So that, that's that's what I tell myself to get get through it. And if there's any other short kings listening to this, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, here's your message to some people. I mean, there, there's probably a kid out there that that's like not even way. not even five one. Yeah, like he might be. Some people like think about like people who have that height disadvantage. Yeah, like really bad. Like I'm not trying to down people who who are self conscious at five six five seven blah blah blah. But I mean, there are people that you know deal with it and and they're in a wheelchair and all that. You know. Yeah, and I actually I've seen like a like a decent amount of guys that are shorter than me, like whether they be older or you know if if they're if I know they're close to my age and they're a little bit shorter. I, I really want to pull him aside and say, dude, like you're you're 
you're the real deal. Don't don't worry about what people say. You know. Yeah. So I kind of want to just. I don't know, because that's, that's how I feel. And it's, like, I wish, you know, someone was telling me that, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, life goes on. And uh, I've, I've, dude, over the over the past four, year, four years since I've been um, out in, like, the working world, working at where I do now, like, I, it's, it, it was worse when I was just started because I felt I was barely an adult and I, I just didn't feel like I, I, I was a kid. I felt like a kid. Mm-hmm. I treated myself like a kid. But dude, working over there and having to go through a, a lot of shit like throwing at me and me getting put through just shit because like, yeah. I'm younger and yeah, just growing up. So I've, I'm I've done a little bit of growing up and I've done a little bit of maturing and um even this this self confidence issue I've I've gotten better and uh because I I know that I'm a prize to be to be one you know that's right man and that's right you know what what's gonna happen is gonna happen whoever i'm gonna end up with is, yeah. is, is out there waiting for me to find them and yep and um <clears throat> you know it's not easy i know it's i can tell from from watching you talk it's not easy talking about it you know it's not easy yeah i don't really talk about it it's just lot. it's not easy for, for for any anybody to talk about some things they're insecure about or things that yeah. they've overcame and so on because it's like it, it has real you talk about it in a 20 minute 30 minute podcast and it's the summarization of the span of your lifetime. Yeah. You know, it's it's not equivalent of the pain that you're going to go through or, or so on. So it's just, it's hard to really get that message through. But it's real, man. It's it's super real. Um, leading into that, I mean, I don't know if you guys have caught it, but for me personally, I suck ass at talking. Like really bad. Like And, and growing up, I always thought I wasn't the smartest kid just because my mom had enrolled me in a lot of different things to try and figure out if, you know, if I had, I had bad ADHD growing up. So they had to figure out if I had any other type of like mental issues. And luckily I, I did not, like I wasn't, I didn't have anything else impeding that, but that still didn't stop me from thinking I'm just, I'm <laughs> really below the line, you know? Yeah. And I would have like these, I, would, I actually, I don't know if you knew this, Dylan, but I had a speech therapist. I think I, I, was that when you were like super young. When I was in elementary, yeah. Each each year, I had to go to a speech therapy class, and I, I felt like such an idiot because I was like, I I can't even like I knew I was young, but I knew all the other kids were learning English and stuff a little bit faster than I was. I didn't like to read. I knew how to read, but I didn't like to read. And I feel like one of my biggest like the downfalls is a lot like you, for example, were reading all sorts of books growing up, and I never really read anything. I only read stuff. If it really was nice, like I really enjoyed it, or if it was, uh, you know, if it was in a homework assignment, and if it was, I just cheated anyways. <laughs> I mean, I uh, I didn't really take it take it as seriously as I should have. You know, when you're growing up, you're a sponge. You're gonna learn things faster. They say you learn languages faster when you're younger. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have had a better hold of my speech when I was a kid if I wouldn't have, you know, slacked off so much. You know, if I would have never figured out what a PlayStation Two was, maybe I would have been a little bit smarter. <laughs> screw you sony yeah <laughs> but um that's a, like a minor story i mean there's not a real like i still have that issue and i'll give you guys an example right now don't pronounce strong the way you do yeah well just say just say, oh, the, word. Say, okay. just say the word strong and then i'm gonna say the word just fast normal like blah blah that guy was very strong do you guys hear the difference you hear you hear the r-o-n only there it's st ron yeah yeah, you actually, you took a lot of shit for that. I in, did, yeah. In, uh, was it middle school or was it, it was middle school, right? It's middle school. Or was it high, it was high school. High school too, too like, yeah. 
they everyone you know the friend group that we were in they they knew like there was it was kind of bothered me and anybody's gonna know growing up in, in high school and stuff and then for for me i mean i grew up i'm, I'm kind of into that entering the career of being a fireman so there's a lot of you know there's a lot of shit flying around with that too and people like to pick at you and figure out what bothers you and it doesn't it's 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 like family man so it doesn't really bother me and that's yeah. how it was in high school too it was like family you know in high school at some points though it would get overwhelming like yeah. genuinely overwhelming i'm like are you really trying to make my day this bad you know you think uh you think experience that in high school has helped you out over at the station when it comes to it's different stuff? it's different at the station yeah, yeah, i but, think uh, i think yeah. it's like character wise as uh-huh. i've grown i think when i like when i work with certain guys i all know like like i get more scared to work with some guys than like i'm more intimidated that they're gonna say something that's gonna hurt my feelings like i'm more intimidated by the respect that's owed to them mm-hmm. and that can make me nervous and make me say stupid stuff. So that's just me anywhere I go. Like whenever I meet somebody very respectable, I'm just kind of like, I, I, you know, I'll choke up a little bit or like, I, I'll feel like I'm an idiot. Like there's this one yeah. guy that's like our S like our senior advisor. Right. And he, uh, I'm not going to drop names, but I, he, if, if he listens to this ever in life, he'll know it's him. <laughs> but, uh, this guy, I mean, very respected, uh, Tucson fire guy. And we would do these little drills and stuff. And, you'll just, I'll shut down. Like I'll completely shut down. Like I'm so focused on impressing him that I'll, I'll shut down. And, and it's not even about impressing him. It's about doing the drill, right? Because it's a drill that's going to prepare you for a real life scenario where you actually have to pull it right and possibly save someone's life, possibly save property, you know, protect your, your butt and stuff. But, uh, I'd say that I just choke, man. I'll, I'll start to sweat. Then my sweat comes back and I'll be dripping. One time we were doing a drill and I was sweating like crazy. He looked at me he's like, don't sweat on me, son. <laughs> I was like, I look, you look over at me and it looks like I just got out of a sauna and like they're dripping down my face. And like, I was like, and then we're, we're wearing our turnouts and it's like, it's like, it was like winter time, like 80 degrees outside. So it wasn't even that bad. And he's like, imagine if it was 100. And I was like, damn, I wouldn't even be alive. But I mean, it's, it was when I first started. I mean, it's different now. You, you get a grasp and you get comfortable. And I think the speech thing's not even that big of a deal. I mean, me and Dole mess with each other all the time. We'll say stupid stuff. Like, yeah. For example, uh, one time in Phoenix, my family and I, we were driving by this uh, cafe. <laughs> and um, it was Echo Cafe. And <laughs> in my mind, I was like, it's Icho Cafe. Yeah. Like, I pronounced it Icho Cafe. And Dole was like, what? <laughs> What'd you say? Echo. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> No, that is legendary. <laughs> Everyone says stupid stuff all the time, and it's just about being like owning it and just having a good time with it. That's that's all I gotta say with that. Yeah. But um, what else do you got, Dylan? What else do you want to bring to the table? Um, another one I was gonna bring up. It's it's kind of it's not adding on to the short thing, but it's kind of like a, another physical thing, and it's okay. weight, which I I don't. It's not as bad as how I feel, how I describe my how I feel when I'm like thinking about I'm short you know, yeah. or whatever, but weight gain, it's it just, it's just a little uncomfortable for me. Cause, uh, me and Nico did lift a lot the beginning of the year and we, we beefed up quite a bit. We, we added did, some, yeah. some weight. So I went from like 180 to like 205 just from lifting. So that had to be what, like probably 90% muscle, 95% oh, yeah. muscle. Oh, yeah. And, but, um, I think over the past few months, like, I've been losing a little muscle and gaining more, like, fat, I guess, fat weight. That's possible. I mean, so, you're going to gain You're gonna gain different – I'm not an expert in the field, but you're going to – from what I know, depending on what you eat, you're going to you're gonna stack on 
fat and so on. And I know I stack on a lot of fat because I like my eggs. I like cream cheese. I like bagels. Like I stack it on all this stuff. But mm-hmm. I, I think if you have a steady diet when you're like a steady, not diet, but a steady workout routine that that will get burned consistently in your, your metabolism. There, there's, my, there's my speech. Your metabolism <laughs> will always be in check. Yeah. So I don't think I obviously I wasn't doing that like the past few months and I, I've gained a little more weight and I, I think this, this is the heaviest I've been. Well, minus the weight I've lost over the past like month, but back or before I started working out again, that was the heaviest I've been, and it didn't even look like I was that heavy, did it? I don't like if if I stand up right now. I mean, you look proportionate. Your body looks proportionate to your body. But so, I mean, your 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 structure is proportionate to your body. Say you meet me for the first time right now. How, what what would your guess be? How much I weighed? Just looking at me. One eighty-five to one ninety. See, yeah, so I, I definitely, I look light, like lighter than I do, so, or I look what's, heavier. What's your, what's your weight right now, do you know? I'm, I'm 202 right now. And you're still working out nonstop every day and yeah. busting your ass, so. So, I, I yeah, my, my goal is, uh, my, I set my goal uh, last month, and it was to lose 20 pounds by the end of the year, mm. and that's going to be hard, because you have to kind of, you kind of have to lose, like, a pound a week. Yeah. So, <laughs> that I mean, you could probably do it, dude. You could continue yeah. doing the stair climber and so on. You're gonna kill it. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah. So my my big thing was with the weight thing was that I I didn't I didn't just want to sit around and keep getting heavier and heavier because that's how you get you know that's, yeah that's it, unhealthy. It's starting, dude. You have I, to I was, start I was like screw this, and it's it sucked. The first two weeks sucked. I hated it. I didn't want to keep going, and I was like, oh my god. I still have those days, but like it's way better now. Like I'm, I'm motivated as ever right now, and it's freaking awesome. That's um, good, dude. Yeah, I'm really proud. We have our own apartment now. That's why our podcast actually is. It's we're firing it back up. I mean, originally, if anybody was listeners of the original podcast, we had like two or three episodes going, and uh, we were doing it in my room. We had this nice little leather table popped out. We were crammed <laughs> into a corner, and we'd look at each other and just we'd have a light. We were gonna film it and stuff, and uh, just didn't. We had so many high hopes for it, and, and ultimately it was the recording was the best, and that's what we're doing. We're just going with the recording. Maybe down the line, if this gets a lot of action, we'll 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 bring whatever they guys whatever you guys want. Like, if if the if it ends up being a hit, you know, we'll we'll go crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but um, do you have anything else on that or? Yeah, my, my my thing was with the weight was that just don't sulk over it. Just just do it. Just yeah. just get it done. Get up and do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. If you're not feeling it, drag your ass up. Yeah, you, you gotta start talking. Yeah, you, you gotta make yourself want it, and you gotta visualize yourself in the future and what you want yourself to look like. What was your initial like? I need to lose weight moment. It was when I, it's kind of correlated with the braces because I'm thinking like, I, I want to look good when I get these off too, and you already look good, baby. Thanks. <laughs> but my my thing was like, like it, it's one thing to get those braces off, but like. I I I want I want to look good. I want to feel good, mm-hmm. and um, that the body I visualize is is far away. But I I just need to work out every day, and don't skip days here and there. And if I just keep going and going, I'm gonna get the body I I want. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm gonna share my moment where because I I had lost a lot of weight. It was mostly just running. I'd run three miles, three to four miles every three day every three days a week, and 
my moment where I was like, I don't like this. Like you, you have days where you're like, ah, one more cheeseburger, blah, blah, or one more thing. And next week I'll start again, you know, and it just kind of gets pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. But my moment, dude, I went to go take a, I went to go take a shit, right? I was going to wipe my ass and I had a love handle pop out my side. That was my moment. It was like, boom, popped out. And I had never felt it. And it felt so weird. And I it. And that's my moment when I was like, dude. I need to lose weight, man. Like, I, I did not feel good. And I, I look at the photos of the trip and stuff when we were in Milwaukee. We were eating such good food. Dude, we were in Milwaukee. You're going to eat cheese. Oh, You're yeah. going to eat a lot of really good food. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, I got home, and I was like, I'm changing this. I'm running, man. I'm getting ready, and that's what I did. But, um, you know, another thing, you know, I used to always worry about, Dolan, one time I was at a birthday party. You know, a particular friend's house birthday party, and we were there. One of my first high school, or it was, I think it might have been middle slash high school. <laughs> and um, we went swimming. I was probably like 13 or 12. And uh, this is my permanent insecurity. I get in the pool, and uh, there's this other kid there, and I'm just minding my own business swimming. And this guy looks at me, and he's like, Damn, boy. And he's like, You better put a bra on them nipples. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I was like oh i looked down and i dude i went upstairs i stayed in, the, in my friend's room and i called my mom and i was like come get me like i don't want to be here married i had it was the first time i ever started self-conscious about saying and it was because of my big nipples and there is a there is a condition called gynecomastia and it's uh it's like the hormone imbalance blah 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 for teenagers and they go through puberty and they have this undeveloped like like fat or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really don't know the whole history on it. But you can get it removed like surgically. And I'm thinking in my head like when I went through the big phase of like am I really going to drop a lot of money just to just because it was too much. Like it was it overcame me so I had to forfeit to it and, and surrender some part of me which was money. Mm-hmm. And for me growing up, I was just like I need to my mom was always like you just need to grow into your chest. <laughs> and my dude, I swear, my nipples got smaller. Like from when they were, like when they were in middle school, they were little half dollars. Oh yeah, they for were, sure. They were big boys. They were pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> I would get shit all the time for my big nipples, man. I was so self conscious to go around. <laughs> but um, now they're, I mean, what are they doing? What do you think? Like a good, uh, like a nickel maybe? Here, I'll show you my, I'll show you my other nipple. What do you think? They're still pretty puffy. They're probably close to a quarter. Probably between a nickel and a quarter. Yeah, and they're still pretty puffy. Like, they've always been that. But ever since I started getting bigger pecs, man, they've kind of dissipated. So it, I don't they, know they, it kind of blends in. When, yeah, it does. Like, if you don't, it takes your, even if, it's not even that big right now. So, it wouldn't even, it would take the eyes from that if anyone was even looking yeah. at it or straight to the pec. But, uh, I was so self-conscious of it. And my chest was flat. So, I have these big old pepperoni nips. And uh, my chest is flat. I have no abs whatsoever, blah, blah, blah. And I just have these big old freaking Rudolph red nose rain nipples. Off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rudolph's and uh, it was so hard, man. That was like, a big, big one. Like, I was so self conscious. That was a hard one right there. And, you know, after a while, I started to work out and it started to dissipate, like the, like the self conscious part of it. Like, I still joke around about it. I mean, I joke around acting like I have a third nipple, but really, it's just a mole. Or a birthmark with a little mole on it. Mm-hmm. But that was my, well, was another one of my biggest self-conscious things was my fat-ass nipples. And you know it because I always talk to you about it. Yeah. Um, but I'd say for anybody that has that issue, and I know there's a lot of guys out there that probably have that issue, 
you know, and, and there's a difference between man boobs and gynecomastia. So man boobs is when you actually have, you know, boobies, like they're slagging down, you know. Stop grabbing your dude, you're getting you're getting they're getting bigger. They're saggy. But um if you're if you're talking about gynecomastia, it's like the nipple portion and a little bit below it's like puffed out. You know, and it's what's under there is like this I've seen the videos of the surgeons removing it. And that's I always I just I think in my mind, I was like, why would I ever want to do that? Because I can't work out for four months. I I can't do my job if I did it. And it just seems more forfeiting to it. And it seems almost more embarrassing to be like, my nipples are so bad I had to get them surgically removed. Yeah, that's 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 way worse. You I know? think. And and uh I uh I just I don't I don't think that's I don't think that was the way to go. So I kind of just said, fuck it. This is staying with me. This is my body. You have one body in your life, and why would you not want to use it, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. But what about, do you have anything else, or? Uh, I mean, I, I was, I was an add-on. Um, this isn't really insecurity, but, I mean, I guess it is, but, like, it's its own thing. It's just talking about, like, anxiety in general. And if you want to hear something that's totally, like, I didn't know until I kind of looked it up. So, do you remember the the injury I had in high school for high school soccer? I had, it, I had it like a couple times. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had I had overall I've had three concussions from <laughs> from a soccer ball hitting my head, and uh, yeah, it, it came, they came in pretty hard because now, I think every soccer player on the planet knows what a concussion is because I've had I've had one good concussion. Dolan's had Dolan had to wear headgear. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to wear headgear my senior year. Uh, my coach made me. I, it was my junior and senior year. Jim was looking out for you. Yeah, and actually, I, I, I don't think it was concussion, but I still have like a leftover bump from it right here. From yeah. uh, we played South. When you got elbowed, right? We played South. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah, but we all know who he was. But you got elbowed. Yeah, yeah. he went for a header and he elbowed me right in the side of the head and it made this huge goose egg on the side of my head. Mm. And it's still like you. You can still feel it. The side. I come over and feel it, but I'm I'm pretty okay over here. Oh know, yeah, because yeah, of COVID fine. and everything. Um, but yeah. So speaking of okay, so the concussions. Um, I was looking I was looking it up, and I didn't experience like m- like major anxiety anxiety for the first time until I had my first concussion. And it, it that was in eighth grade, I believe seventh and eighth grade. Mm. Then I started having a lot of bad anxiety after that, and I looked it up and like uh concussions and damage to the head i think i think it's called the the pineal gland and it can get like kind of so like from 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 vicious hits hits yeah it can was what happens to it is it altered like does it rupture or like what what's going yeah, on yeah so the, so the pineal gland i think it gets like ruptured okay after stuff like that it can get ruptured but i think in my case it did because that can kind of ch- throw off uh i don't know what the purpose of the pineal gland is but it has to I, do. I I actually have never even heard of it. That's so bad coming from me. <laughs> yeah. So that's that'll mess up. Like obviously it's in your head, so it kind of throws off some stuff. And I think it made me have anxiety the way I do. And I I think I have pretty bad anxiety actually. I think there's a lot more people that have it worse than me. But like I I have it more than you know probably that average person that has anxiety. Has you, you hit that. You hit it pretty well, dude. I had I had, I learned for the first time like last year like when you started to share with me like i knew it was this was an, obviously an insecurity but i knew you know i never knew i always thought that you know you just kind of were so independent you know it just doesn't really like it wasn't a big thing you know mm. but then you actually have like this 
outer out of body like or this other force pushing onto you i had no idea man i, I it kind of hurt at me at first because i felt like a shitty friend because i felt like i didn't know how to help you so that was hard for me because it was like i felt like at some time sometimes damn, was i being an asshole to him and, and i didn't even know or like was i being a jerk to him because i didn't understand anxiety whatever and i i genuinely felt that when i first realized that you actually had anxiety yeah yeah i've had it uh for for a while since like freshman year of high school and it affects it affects the the way you do things and it makes you kind of not scared but it makes you it makes you it gives you a certain fear about doing certain things and what if, what if this happens what if this happens so it's, it's kind of like that it's thinking of situations and stuff like that and it it, it sucks but i i've gotten i don't want to say i've gotten like used to it but i kind of have um so it's, it's it's not as bad now but i still have my my times um i know people that have people have anxiety attacks there's people that have them like all the time i've only had a couple and i haven't had one for like a couple years so yeah but with that um i've just to kind of help myself through that i've been i try to put myself in uncomfortable positions on purpose mm, okay that's good to because i'll have to do off the talk or i'll have to meet someone new or i'll i'll, I'll try that um it's hard but I'll, sometimes i'll just have to do it no that's good and i uh for the closure of like this episode on embarrassment and stuff i want a uh i want to give a couple good quotes because i i highly believe that you know think about history and think about time you know for we are a generation of species that have definitely felt the same feelings in different types of classes, I'd say, because a man in his 80s, when we when he was our age, probably felt the same hormones, felt the same stuff, but he wasn't affected by the variables of life, like social media, so on. He wasn't he wasn't accustomed to that. He wasn't part of that. So he ended up growing up with a different idea. You know, maybe I don't know what the anxiety rates for mental health was in the in the 20s. But maybe there was a correlation difference. Like maybe that our generation is the most anxiety, most anxious yet. Yeah. Like we're like due to the 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 life of variables, different variables that are being made, you know, different types of of abilities to like make someone feel like shit, like cyberbullying and so on. Like there's so many different, there's a lot of different forces that are are at hand, and I wonder yeah. if those same forces existed back then. If not, then that's why our generation has such an issue with anxiety. Yeah. And I, th- I think, uh, I think anxieties, I think it's always, I feel like it's always been a thing just throughout history and stuff, but I, it's, it's really sad when you think about it. Cause I think, um, back in times before we had like modern technology, um, people, you know, everyone was hardworking for, and they worked for what they had. And I think a lot of the time, especially when it comes to the men in those families that like from, uh, years before, I feel like even if they had those problems like anxiety or whatever, they they were told to suck it up. They didn't care, and they just had to to keep yeah, riding for that, their family. I hundred percent agree on that, man. That's yeah. it's a different household. Like back then, the households it was man does everything, wife stays at home, takes yep. care of kids, and the boy grows up to be the man, the girl grows up to be the, the mom. Yep. You know, there was no, there was never, a, there was never a change in pattern. You know, and with the spiral and the spike in rights and stuff, and the spike, which is. You know, I'm glad people are expressing everything and going for it, you know, and pushing their their views and stuff. Yeah. But holy crap, man, it's like branching, branch, 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 branch. Yeah. Like there's different. 
it, it's it's really growing you know i'm yeah. really happy you know for me i agree with the idea of 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 women having the ability to like go and get their own job and do something because coming from a, a guy that wants to get with a girl you know and 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 have a dual income you know and just having having your... even if even if the girl made more money than me it'd be like cool well it's just, it's just it's just like, that your partner's successful yeah in, that's in what they do that and, matters a lot and following their passion and it doing does. what they want to do and um i really like that's definitely off a, off on a little tangent here but like anxiety is it just you make you wonder where it really started to sprout like where because it's a physical actual diagnosable issue like people with anxiety depression and so on like i used to i used to be so callous about it because i'd look at it and be like how in the heck do you have anxiety like everyone has bad days like how in the why is it why is it so different for you why are you accustomed to such special attention just because you have had a bad day blah 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 and you don't really understand until you step into their shoes and you look at the bigger picture. Because I could look at you and never meet you before and not know who you are and be like, oh, this guy is just a bitch. You know, all he does is complain, blah, blah, blah. You could look at me and, like, say the same things, but you don't know my background. Mm. But you do know my background. I know your background. So I know things that you've gone through. I know, like, insecurities and stuff. And I think that's an issue with people is they'll go up to somebody, they'll treat them like shit and, and think that just because they have some sort of anxiety, you know, They'll they'll be like, oh, you're being a bitch, blah blah. blah. But yeah. you you don't know what that person battles every day. Like you genuinely don't know. Like you don't know, you know. Maybe they're they're self conscious about sweating, blah, blah blah. Like maybe they really had a bad day. Maybe their mom just died. Maybe their dad just died. Yeah, that's why I I always I'm and anyone that knows me and uh, Nico knows that like I, I'm a very nice person and I I try to be as nice as I can to everyone I meet. It doesn't matter what they you know what they look like or. If they're a guy or a girl, if they're, if I'm, you know, if I think they're, they're cheesy or whatever, yeah. but like, uh, I'm, I'm nice to everybody because everyone has their own story and yeah, you never know what someone's going through and just being nice to somebody could change their whole day and that day, you know, they could change their mindset from that day and make there was a, I don't remember where this quote came from, but there was like one random act of kindness a day can change the world. Blah, blah blah like something doing something if one per if everybody on earth did one nice thing a day they'd change the world i don't know but it's just it's all magical and like ooh, like oh this is so great blah blah but i'm just trying to, i'm trying to say that like in the most realistic aspect it's you know you gotta really just respect everybody's views and, and let them feel what they have to feel i think at some point when when somebody starts stretching the truth and they start stretching and like using it as an excuse you know like oh yeah my blah blah you know and if it's a common thing you know and, there, and there's starting to be a pattern then you're like oh crap you know this call them out you know mm. but for the people that i've known like including you you know people in my family that i've known that have actual like you know the, the, the have had issues with stuff like this you know there's not a pattern really it's usually know when it's going to get bad you usually know and when, when they're going to be overcoming it but that's how i know it's real mm-hmm. yeah but, um, and and I think it's made me become like over the years like way more of an introvert than oh yeah <clears throat> you'd be surprised dude I might there's a new test out or something where you do it and you, you actually I could end up being an introvert you know somebody told me the other day that somebody that I think is an extrovert you know he told me he's like yeah man I'm an introvert actually I'm like what yeah it's it, it's weird um but yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm a homebody and I, I don't really you know I don't like going out to, to big parties and everything I, I do like kickbacks though like just kickbacks through the closest friends is like my thing but when it comes to 
meeting new people even at like a large setting I'll, I'll 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 get anxious some of the time and it's just not for me and then yeah i'm i'm a home guy well i mean we're getting to the end of our podcast i uh i want to end it with some really good quotes cuz i think what i think i don't know i've i've said it i'm i'm kind of drawing a blank here but reading books and and reading into wisdom you know this is when we're bringing in that that scientific part and so on and and, and history's experiences I have some good quotes for, for everybody in here where, you know, if you have some sort of fear or anxiety or something or, or stress or, you know, what you said about exposure, you know, getting yourself up and like putting yourself in uncomfortable situations, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's all a part of it. So uh, I'm trying to find it. So here's a good quote. This is, this is, it's, I don't really have the exact person, but from where I got it from, it was from the ancient, ancient sage. Um, Confidence comes from being vulnerable, not by shielding yourself. It is a function of exposure. The more you are exposed to challenges, the more you grow. To grow in confidence, you must first be open to embarrassment. Get your feet wet. There is no other way. You know, you you don't jump right into the pool when you're younger. You get to the shallow end, then go in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a slow process. I mean, maybe you are if you're a wild kid. You just like, ah. <laughs> but, um, you know, let's see if I have any other any other good ones on here. I mean, one of my favorite quotes of all time is is from the Equalizer. You know, freaking Denzel, baby. Mm. Mm-hmm. Progress, not perfection. Yeah. That is a badass quote. I'll tell you one of my favorites. I think I've told you this one before, but um, it's that you have a 100% track record of getting through bad days. Dude, I've heard that. That one's yeah. great. And th- that's good because you have different challenges every day. And even if you know you have challenges coming up, you, you've been, look up, look at behind you and look how many days you've gone through so far and how many of those have been bad and how many of those bad days that you've gone through. They sucked, but you got through them and you just got to keep on pressing on. Because every day you, you live and every day you get through those hard times, you're going to keep that 100% track record. And you just got to keep on living and, you know, keep on going through life. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, this is another good quote from a, a really, really good movie. Um, I don't know if anybody's seen it on Netflix, but it's called Greater. And it's about um, the Arkansas, well, the Razorbacks, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Brandon um, Burlesworth. And uh, it's two men get $10,000, one man gets it one day for free, and then one man works hard every day to earn it. So he takes a longer time to get it. The one guy is like, here's a $10,000 check. The other guy is like, I'm going to work and work and work until I have ten grand of my own money. And uh, both men get nothing more than $10,000 in money, but the second guy gets a lot more on the way to the money. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's a badass quote too. Yeah, and along those, along those lines, like it's, it's not the same thing, but it's something similar. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like it's just n- knowing the, the like who the good people are because you can have um, this rich dude say he's like a billionaire say he's mm-hmm. say he's Jeff Bezos, yeah, and he gives you he gives you a thousand dollars and you need a thousand dollars you're gonna say oh my gosh like that that's that's awesome but it's nothing to him, but when someone only has a thousand dollars and they give you all of that mm-hmm. it means more yeah but a lot of times people don't realize that no. they don't realize that what they get from somebody could be they could be given their all when someone else could just chump change, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. I like that, too. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, apologies for that. It was uh, our little coaster was stuck to Dolan's drink. A rogue coaster. Um, I got a, one more good quote to end the podcast. Uh, I just had it. Um, where is it? All right, this one. So this one's actually, you know, this one I got to credit my grandpa on. My grandpa was very hard. He's he's still alive. He's still like a bronc and buck. That guy is oh, awesome. Yeah. He's still kicking it. My 
he was a very good judge uh, for the city of Tucson, and I think he went on to – he was a Supreme Court justice in Tucson, I believe. And he was a lawyer in his previous time. Um, he worked a lot of jobs, and, and he – you know, my grandpa is one of those hardworking men. And uh, he told me, like, whenever I had a bad day, blah, 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 and I feel like the world's against me and stuff, or, like, I feel like something bad's going to happen, he said, good people always land on their feet. Like, no matter what, if you're a good person, like, you have good meat, you're going to land on your feet. Oh, yeah. You're going to fall, but you're going to land on your feet. I believe that, too. And I love that quote. It's such a good quote. But, um, I mean, Dolan, do you have anything else for the audience for the day? No, I think I've I gone through everything, man. Sweet. Yeah, I, I really want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Um, apologies if part of the podcast, like, cut into a weird volume. Uh, we actually had a technical difficulty like halfway through. <laughs> I hope it and sounds. I, I hope it sounds funny. And I had to I had to readjust the volume and like reattach everything. So, but I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode. We're gonna be doing these episodes once a week, pretty much. Um, I during my we're gonna do it around my work schedule because we'll be back. But um, maybe we'll have some days where we'll just pop up and talk. But um, I hope I look forward to you guys uh, tuning in and um, you know have yeah. a great rest of your day wherever you're listening to it at thank night. You, morning, thank you. Whatever. Thank you. Oh wait, 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 hold on, Dylan. Hold on. There's one more thing we have to do. At the end of our last podcast, we had a section called, I don't know who needs to hear this. Oh, man. So uh, we'll do a couple. How about that? We'll just say. All right, all right. We got to come on. You go first. All right, all right. I don't know who needs to hear this, but just because Cristiano Ronaldo is going to Man United doesn't mean they're going to win the Champions League. Yeah. Uh, Stay on the soccer, uh, you know, wave. I don't know who needs to hear this, but – uh, United States team, United States men's national team. Uh, I, right right now, I think we're better than Mexico, and I think oh, we're gonna be. I think we're okay. gonna be better you than Mexico. Stir it up. I think we'll be better than Mexico for like the next ten years at least. So you're saying you know who needs to hear this? I know who needs to hear this. <laughs> don't don't come at me. All right. Um. Let's see. You know. Let's see. What else we got? Dolan. I really don't need know he's heard. I don't, I don't know he's the hero, but you gotta use your voice and stop saying it sound like an idiot. Um, I don't know who needs to hear this, but start re-racking your fucking weights. Don't leave your weights on the fucking thing. Start oh, yeah. re-racking it Never, and, and wash your fucking shit. No one likes to touch your sweat. Like yeah. clean it up. If you're a sweaty mofo, clean up your stuff. Yeah, unless you're me when you sweat over the stair climber and you sweat it. <laughs> Walk up to me. <laughs> I think it's different because it's like the, the ground, but. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Oh, okay. You got another one? I don't know who needs to hear this. Oh, boy. But glazed donuts should be the only donuts. <laughs> <laughs> all these, like chocolate frosting, the all these other, come on. Glazed donuts are, are it, and that's the, nah, that's it. That's the end of it. Oh, you know, I'm gonna get pretty controversial here, and I'm sure some people aren't gonna like this, but um, I don't know. I don't know who needs to hear this, but when you go outside and walk your dog, girl or guy, I, I don't think you're gonna get COVID from your your dog. You know, unless you're walking right next to people, maybe you want to keep your six feet and wear a mask, whatever. But if you're outside alone walking your dog, and you, you don't have to wear a mask. It's or, okay. Or driving in a car. It's okay. You don't have to wear yeah. your mask. You'll be okay. Yeah. You know, once you're once you're around somebody within six feet or whatever, I mean. I don't know. I'd like to test my chances of. Yeah. Oh, you're alone. There's gonna be a particle. Yeah, I'll test my chances. I I, I like to to respect people too, and yeah. uh, I have my own opinions, and Nika has his own opinions. Oh yeah, that we'd rather. No, just kidding. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, before it gets out of hand, um, we're gonna have a lot more info for you guys. Yeah. Um, don't you got anything else? 
Uh, ah, no. too bad because we're getting the podcast. <laughs> All right, uh, I want. <laughs> enjoy you guys listening, and uh, we'll catch you catch you up next week.